0: Warning, The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. In every man's life, there comes a day Today is that day
1: for me. I've been on the radio for a quarter of a century, and each day I ask myself, am I making a difference? Today I hope to make a difference. Today's topic is rather controversial. Will impeachment cause a rise of anti-Semitism in America? It's already doing so, by the way. It's a rhetorical question, but I'm gonna discuss it because it's been eating me alive for well a few months now. I've raised this question quietly with friends of mine, everyone says don't raise the question on the radio, it's too controversial. I said I see names like Schiff, Nadler, Zelensky, Goldman, it doesn't end. And I say what is going on here? And I say to myself, don't these people understand what they're doing? Do they think that every American is a moron who can't put two and two together? They say to me, you don't have to do this. I said, yes, I do have to do this. Then this morning, I get a, an article that was dropped out of the blue on, uh, on uh, The Independent by Dave McLean. YouTube removes video of pastors saying Trump impeachment is a Jew coup but doesn't ban him. YouTube has removed video of a Florida pastor and radio host claiming the effort to impeach Donald Trump is a Jew coup, but his channel remains online. Rick Wiles is known for his anti semitic conspiracy theories, blah, blah, blah. I don't know the man, I don't intend to have him on, I don't intend to watch his video, but I know what's going on in this country, and just as I have discussed, the vile imagery that Martin Scores Easy is projecting upon Italian-Americans with his gangster crap. I've done this for a long time now, I'm glad to see the New York Post copied me, finally they uh, elaborated on that article, which I've been pushing for two weeks now, ever since I saw that movie. Uh, I knew I wasn't the only one who could see reality. But just as I've been very critical of those who are defaming an entire race, the Italian people, if you want to call it a race, uh, with their vile gangster movies. In other words, tar-brushing all Italians as gangsters. We talked about it yesterday. I feel it's my obligation, both because I am Jewish, but, you know, I'm more like a lapsed Catholic in that sense I'm a lapsed Jew, if you know what I mean. If you're a lapsed Catholic, meaning you were born Catholic, your parents were Catholic, but you don't go to church much, you go once, once in a while. I'm that kind of Jewish person. I don't walk around wearing my religion on my, he- on my head. I don't walk around wearing a, uh, a symbol of my religion. I don't care one way or the other. I just don't need to make an exhibit of it. On the other hand, when it comes to a thing like this impeachment business, And I see almost all of the names, or a good percentage of them, are Jewish. And I know that a guy like Nadler and Schiff, I know in my heart, and I challenge them to defy me, I know that they're not religious Jews. I know that a guy like Nadler and Schiff, these are known as, these are people who hate Israel. They hate Israel. They hate Zionism. Schiff and Nadler, when have they last stood up to radical Islam? Has either Schiff or Nadler or Goldman I have a whole list of names here, by the way. These so-called left-wing Jews. Have they said one word about radical Islam? Have they stood up to that vile, Elon Omar? Have they stood up to her? No. They're very much like the Sanhedrin. I want to get to that in a minute. We've heard the words deep state. We know what that is. FBI, CIA, NSA, who plotted against President Trump. But why are they plotting against President Trump? And what does it have to do with the crucifixion of Jesus and the impeachment causing a rise of anti-Semitism in the nation? Well, give me a few minutes and you may see. You may agree or not agree. The crucifixion of Jesus. I'm not comparing Trump to Jesus. The differences in the two are quite clear. However, both Jesus and Trump were falsely accused by people in power and turned over to a deep state to do their will. And the new Rome, who Jesus stood up to, is today's New World Order. No one has said this before. It's original to the savage nation. And I hope you understand where I'm, where I'm coming from and where I'm going. Think about it. Just think about it. Why was Jesus crucified? Because he stood up to the new world order, the new Rome, rather. At the time, Rome was the world order. Jesus defied Rome. The Romans went to the Jewish leaders and said, nail him to a cross, by the way. That's quite a loaded phrase. Nail him to a cross, find a charge to nail him to a cross with. It's exactly the same as what is going on here because Trump has stood up to the new Rome. What is the new Rome? What is the new Rome? The EU and the deep state. Now, this has been compared to the Salem witch trials and McCarthyism, but it bears a resemblance to the crucifixion of Jesus. I want you to think a, more, a little more carefully about this. The Sanhedrin, who were they? The Sanhedrin were a group of rabbis who were the Supreme Court of the time in ancient Palestine. It was like a Supreme Court, a body of 71 rabbis. And then smaller Sanhedrin, made up of 23 rabbis who reached decisions in outlying areas. In the case of Jesus, the Jewish leaders were told to accuse and condemn Jesus of violating the Sabbath law because he conducted healings on the Sabbath. Accuse him of threatening to destroy the Jewish temple. Accuse him of sorcery. Accuse him of exercising people by the power of demons. And uh, (coughs) accuse him of claiming to be both the Messiah and the Son of God. In essence, Rome did not want anyone saying they were a king as Jesus was said to have claimed in being the king of the Jews, because this would have set the ruling class, the, the world order in Rome. According to the Gospel of Luke, Jesus is tried, condemned by the Sanhedrin. But here's the most important point of today's show. Not all members of the Jewish Sanhedrin, not all of them, condemned him to be crucified. Of the 23, 21 said crucify him. Two said do not. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus dissented from this decision. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus dissented from this decision to crucify Jesus. I would have been Joseph of Arimathea or Nicodemus if I were alive at that time. I would not have been one of the 21 like Schiff or Nadler or Goldman. I can give you the names. It's unimportant. Isn't this very similar to Schiff's? And Nadler's Star Chambers, where only a few were allowed to attend. And I want you to remember another element to this. Who is it who is the mastermind behind all of this? She is not Jewish. That's Nancy Pelosi. But she is using Jewish people to do her dirty work. It's very interesting to me. Where is she today? The peasant of all of this is in Paris, yapping about something she knows nothing about, about climatology. So then what happens after the 21 rabbis say, kill Jesus? Jesus is turned over to the Romans for crucifixion. The Romans were the deep state of that time. Pontius Pilate found no basis for this crucifixion, much like Bob Mueller found no collusion. But the deep state said, we want blood. Pilate offered the crowd to spare Jesus or the thief Barabbas, as was the tradition of the day. But the bloodthirsty crowd yelled, give us Barabbas. So the Romans moved forward. The Romans spit on him, beat him, cut him, put a crown of thorns on Jesus' head, and he took it. He took it all the way to the end when he was put on a cross and died in agony. Only then did people see he was an innocent man. Again, I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Jesus. The differences are obvious. Trump fights back because there is no father for him to turn to. He knows the truth and fights against those trying to hide it. While Jesus fought for the souls of man, Trump is fighting for the basic rights of man under our Constitution and himself, and he is being vilified in much the same way as Jesus was. And in the same way, a deep state is now using Jews to do their dirty work, knowing that they will be the ones to suffer the consequences. They get a, a twofer out of this. I don't think you understand how deep this goes. They know that after this is all over, the damage will be done to the Jewish people, not to the deep state. They will have caused a rise in anti-semitism. And it's not that they don't care. That's part of their goal. What's more important is preserving the way of life of the new Rome and trying to impose the new Rome upon you. It doesn't matter who gets killed in the process. That is my monologue on the savage nation. Will impeachment cause a rise of anti-semitism in the country? And I'll open it up to callers. The phone number is 855-400-SAVAGE. 855 do I have to go back and read the monologue again for you to understand the depths of what I just said to you? I'm not putting you down, my dear audience. I'm just emphasizing, like a good professor would, some of the key points of today's lecture. Today's lecture is, will impeachment cause a rise of anti-Semitism in the nation? It already has. Do you think the average person doesn't know that Schiff is Jewish? He's let us know he is. You think that Nadler from Brooklyn's Jewish? They know he is. Did you know that Zelensky from uh, Ukraine is Jewish? Did you know that the comedian is Jewish? Does it matter? Oh, it does matter. In fact, I have a list here of the Jewish players in impeachment. And where did it come from? A Nazi publication? Before you jump, you morons, you. You vermin on the left. It came from the Jewish News of Northern California by Ram Kampias. Ukrainian President Zelensky, he says... A bunch of Jewish actors that are playing this drama. Zelensky, Jewish. Schiff, Jewish. Lev Parnas and Igor Furman, Jewish. Who was the lawyer? First 45 minutes of questioning to Daniel Goldman. Jewish. Did you know who Nadler is calling this week? Again, atheistic Jews. Professors of this, professors of that. Again, these are the atheists from the Sanhedrin. These are the ones who want to crucify Trump without any evidence to crucify him with. This is history repeating itself. As sure as I am standing here before you, I am swearing to you from the bottom of my heart, if ever I saw history repeating itself in these times, it's in the impeachment or crucifixion of Donald Trump. What do you think? The phone number is 855-407-282. I know you're going to call. It's a very hot topic. And if you find it offensive, I want you to think very carefully before you open your mouth. Because you may just be the reason
0: that I did this monologue. Michael Savage, a host like no other.
1: You know, every once in a while, a product comes along that I happen to love. And one of them is called Paint Your Life. I had a picture of Teddy and I from my book cover, Teddy and Me. And I sent it to this company. It came back as a fully painted oil paint of that cover. It's unbelievable. you got to see this. It's a great gift for this holiday season. And I've been thinking about PaintYourLife.com because you can have any original painting by a world-class artist done by hand from any photo you pick at a very affordable price. This is a beautiful, beautiful product. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've got to try PaintYourLife.com. Why don't you have an original painting of yourself, your children, family, a special place, a cherished pet, even a car that you love, or a house you love, at a price you can afford from PaintYourLife.com. These are true paintings, done by hand, by a world-class artist, created from a favorite photo that you send. PaintYourLife.com makes the perfect holiday gift, but it's also great for birthdays, anniversaries, and weddings. You choose the artist whose work you most admire. And then you work with them throughout the painting process until they get every detail the way you want it. And there's no risk. Listen to this. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded. It's great for decor. It's a work of art. With Paint Your Life, you get your favorite memories transformed into a work of art that will be cherished forever. Right now, as a limited-time offer, get 30% off your painting. You heard me right, 30% off and free shipping. Now, to get this special offer, please text SAVAGE to 64,000. That's S-A-V-A-G-E to 64,000. SAVAGE to 64,000. S-A-V-A-G-E to 64,000. And I'm not kidding you. When I say to you the picture of Teddy and me that was painted by one of their artists from my book cover is unbelievable. It's a great work of art. I want you to be as happy as I am with one of your own photographs painted for you by a fine artist. Just text SAVAGE, S-A-V-A-G-E, to 64000. The Savage Nation. It's Savage on Demand. Sometimes everything comes together at once. Here we are at a time where people are trying to focus on the holidays. Holiday means holy day. In a nation that was founded by Christians, it primarily refers to Christmas when we say holiday. Of course, there are other holidays around this time. For example, Hanukkah is celebrated by some Jewish people. Kwanzaa is celebrated by some African-American people. Holidays. So the first holiday was stolen by Nancy Pelosi using her shill, Adam Shiv. Adam Shiv's put the knife into America's heart trying to steal Thanksgiving from us. Now she marches out one of the ugliest people she could possibly find in the form of the ticket fixer from Brooklyn, a stereotype of ugliness, a dirty lowlife night school lawyer who's now going to try and destroy Trump this week with his committee. He's not the last one. Will impeachment cause a rise of anti-Semitism? It already has, in my opinion. But what do you think? Jimmy in Las Vegas, what do you think about all of this? Dr. Satton, it's
2: an honor to speak to you. I love your commentary. I love your opening monologue. Everybody has a shtick in the business, but not you. This is going to be more genuine.
1: Well, it's. It, do you think that there's any accuracy to it, or it's just emotional?
2: No, 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 no. You, I mean, you, you know the Bible better than I do. You know what happened those days before crucifixion. But you know what? I'm I'm non practicing Catholic like you. I mean. I, I don't wear it on my head. I don't no,
1: know. no. I didn't say I'm a lapsed Catholic. I said I'm like a lapsed Jew. And I said, like <laughs> my friends who are Catholic or lapsed Catholics. I give you and I feel, I feel, look, I know something about the Jewish people. I know an awful lot about the Jewish people. I carry a Bible with me. I have my Bible marked for the last 25 years with hundreds of post-its. It doesn't make me a biblical expert. I wrote God, faith, and reason. I know an awful lot about Judaism. And I want to say this. Almost every religious Jew that I know supports Donald Trump. It's the atheists, the communists, the socialists, the New World Order ones that hate Trump. And they're working for the New World Order. That's the whole point of my monologue today.
2: God bless you. Keep it up. God bless you.
1: Well, I don't know whether to keep it up or keep it down. I don't know whether to zip it up. But I know this. It's far more important than talking about a movie about Italian gangsters. I don't need to see any movies about Italian gangsters anymore. I've seen enough for the rest of my life. It's a distraction. We have gangsters in Congress. And the chief gangster is in Paris now, the one who set this all off, Nancy Pelosi. I don't know who's running her, but they are some of the smartest people on the planet. They got her out of Dodge for the second week of this disgrace. They sent her to Paris to stab America in the back to tell us we need to sign on to the Paris Accords. You hear this? She knows about as much about climatology as a dog that's just been euthanized in a vet. She's never taken a course in science. What does she know about climate science? Nothing. It's a political game to her. So where is she? Is she here while um, Nadler is now starting his little charade? She's hiding in Paris, talking to her friends in the European Union, working for the New World Order. It's so clear to me. Sometimes things come to me In such clarity, it's frightening. Today was one of those days. It's heart-stopping, what I saw today. There was a word for it called sartori, where the sudden insight comes to you. And this has been building in me for months now. I have friends, Jewish and non-Jewish, and I've whispered to them for months. Don't you fear that Schiff, Nadler, Engel, don't you think people know that they're all Jewish? Don't you think this is going to stir up anti-Semitism? They said it already has. And let me tell you something else. I've spoken to people at very high levels in this government who told me you're 100% right. The levels of anti-Semitism in this nation right now have gone through the roof because of this, because of Schiff, Nadler, Engels, shall I name a few others? Well, I'm not part of the Sanhedrin that is crucifying Trump. I am Joseph of Arimathea, and I am
0: Nicodemus, in the form of Michael Savage come back to life. Most savage nation, its savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. The opening of thy words giveth light.
1: It giveth understanding unto the simple. I opened wide my mouth and panted, for I long for thy commandments. Psalms one hundred nineteen verses one hundred thirty to thirty one. The opening of thy words giveth light. So what I've tried to do from the day I began in radio, I know sometimes I could be bombastic. I could be hateful. I could be comedic. I could be many things. I could be sensitive. I could be lonesome. I could be full of myself. I could be egotistical. But sometimes the real me comes through and the real reason I'm still living comes through because I'm not living because of me. I got to tell you right now, by genetics, and by lifestyle. I shouldn't be here on this planet. And every day I ask myself, God, why are you keeping me alive? Why am I here? Answer me. Answer me. And the silence answers me. I only get silence. And then sometimes I get an insight like I did today, and I feel saved. In sitting still and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Isaiah 30, 15. Today's show is a show. Or is it a show? Or, or is it a revolutionary idea? Will impeachment cause a rise of anti-Semitism in the country? It already has. It already has. You see, arrogant people like Schiff, Nadler, Engels, and the rest of that pack of atheists, in my opinion, Have contempt for everybody in America. They think you're a bunch of morons. They try to strip you of your dignity thinking you're an idiot. They have the nerve now to use this group of verminous women called the squad to attack you. Any white male who supports Trump is now called a uh, white supremacist with impunity. In essence they're calling you a Nazi for supporting a president you voted for. It's never in the history of this nation have we lived through such hatred as we are from these atheists. Now I can sit here and take it, but it's not in my nature to sit here and take it. So I'm fighting back. I'm fighting back in the only way I know how, with insight, intelligence, and facts. If I've gotten one fact wrong thus far in the first 35 minutes of my show, kindly call me at 855 47282 and tell me where I am mistaken when I compare what they're doing to Trump to what was done to Jesus. Both were falsely accused by people in power. Both were turned over to a deep state to do their will. The new Rome of the New Rome, the new Rome of today is the New World Order, the one world government, the European Union. The Sanhedrin were the law of the land. That was the Supreme Court. 17, 23 rather, twenty three judges. Smaller Sanhedrin. And of the 23 who were told to crucify Jesus, they came up, they, they, sorry to use the phrase, they trumped up charges against Jesus. Condemned them of violating the Sabbath law by healing on the Sabbath. Which, by the way, is not a violation of the Sabbath law, because I know, I know the Torah very well. You may not know how much I know, but it's unimportant for me to tell you how much I know, because it's not about me and how much I know. But healing on the Sabbath is actually permitted in the Torah. In fact, you can violate the Jewish Sabbath laws if it's a matter of medical necessity, incidentally. Then they accuse Jesus of threatening to destroy the Jewish temple. That's threatening Trump to destroy jurisprudence. They accuse Jesus of sorcery, um, etc. In essence, Rome said, nail him to a cross on whatever you have to. Nail him. Nail him. Just whatever you have to make up. And... uh, Then, of course, the Jewish rabbis did it, but not all of them. Two didn't. Of the 23, two did not. Joseph of Arimathea, Nicodemus said, no, he is not guilty. He should not be crucified. Is that not similar to what I am doing today on this show? Is Adam Schiff, and now that ticket fixer from Brooklyn, that man with the pants up to his pectoral muscles, Nadler, is he not? Are they not? A repeat of history all over again I think they are again I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Jesus differences are obvious but a deep state is using Jews now to do their dirty work this is the ugly truth Pelosi set this in motion and ran off to Paris to make believe she had nothing to do with it She so whoever's running her you don't have to go watch movies like the Irishman or the Godfather whoever's running her and they are smart people they are smart people they tried to decapitate trump and failed then they ran her off to paris to get her out of dodge so people wouldn't blame her and they let him blame the jewish lawyers in essence nadler and schiff look i'm sorry i'm talking to you like in a movie i can't change every word for radio i'm giving you a script that i would write if i were writing a movie about this it's the only way i've got to speak which is the direct truth The bottom line or the Amos, as we used to say in the Bronx that's what I'm giving you is the Amos, the bottom here and they are causing a rise in anti-semitism on purpose I don't think you understand it's not by accident they want the Jews to be blamed for this they want to drive the evangelicals away from Trump they want to drive the world against the Jews And these are the same atheists who stab Israel in the back every day, are they not? When have you last heard Schiff support Israel? Like never? Don't you see the pattern here? Could you put the whole package together? I'm giving it to you in a neat package with a ribbon on it. Make of it what you will. But if you can find fault in my argument, uh, I invite you to call the show. The Jewish Players in Impeachment. Put together not by the American Nazi Party, but by the Jewish News of Northern California, Ron Kempius. He says a bunch of Jewish actors are at play in this drama. Ukrainian President Zelensky, Jewish. Adam Schiff, Jewish. Lev Parnas, Igor Freeman, Fruman, associates of Giuliani, Jewish. Who were the lawyers? Daniel Goldman. First 45 minutes selected again by Schiff, Daniel Goldman. Former U.S. attorney. Nadler now. Among the six House Committee chairman assigned to destroy Trump, three are Jewish. Schiff, who chairs intelligence, two New York reps, Nadler, Judiciary, and Elliot Engel, Foreign Affairs, Jewish. This is only the beginning of it, by the way. People see this. But you see, behind it all is the brain of all brains, George Soros. Oh, yeah. Old George Soros. Can't say it, though. He accuses anyone who says it of being a Nazi. He's got it all down. Oh, yeah. George Soros controls a very large part of the Korea foreign service at the United States State Department. He also controls the activities of FBI agents overseas, said the attorney Joseph DiGenova. Oh, yeah. People are starting to put two and two together here. New Rome, new world order. Trump is Jesus, easy to do. Easy to make the connection. Now, no one has asked me to do this show today. In fact, wisdom would have dictated it that I don't do the show today, this kind of show. I didn't have to do this. I could have avoided this altogether. Do you, have any kind of, do you have any idea what kind of wrath this is going to bring down upon me and my radio career by those who control the media? Do you have any idea? Jewish or non-Jewish, do you have any idea what kind of wrath this is going to bring down upon my head? Do I say I don't care? I'd be lying. I do care. I have a career that I built over a quarter of a century after other careers. And it will end when I want it to end or when God decides it shall end. But I will tell you right now, there are forces in control of the radio business that I can't even name who have removed me from major stations in major cities in order to make sure that my voice was not heard, that only vanilla voices were heard. People that would repeat the same thing over and over and over again every day until you were numb to it and didn't even pay attention. You think that this show that I am doing today would be unpopular in New York? Well, people in New York are listening to this show, even though they took me off WABC because I had the number one show for years. I beat Hannity for years. One book after another, I beat Hannity. I'm not allowed to talk about it, I guess. But I did. So why would you take a guy off a station who's doing so well? Political reason. That's all. No other reason. And uh, so they can get me on the stream. We have a huge response from the people who are dying to hear me in New York on the the audio stream. And uh, Los Angeles, the big market. Chicago, big market. Washington, D.C. was where they first decapitated me to put on a Vanilla Talker. Nothing wrong with Vanilla Talkers. It's easier to just listen to Vanilla. But you know, Vanilla melts rather quickly. Vanilla melts like snowfall when the sun comes out. I don't. I'm like an ice ball, not a snowflake. And I'm going to keep going with this. So I'm going to ask you again, have you seen signs of a rise of anti-Semitism in the nation amongst your friends because of what they are doing? Yes or no? Let's take some calls. Los Angeles, Howie, Line 4. Go ahead, please. Welcome to the Savage Nation this afternoon.
2: Yeah, Mike, uh, I just wanted to throw some historical perspective onto this. If you remember Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon literally saved the state of Israel in the 73 war. And Richard Nixon did not get, only got about 20% of the Jewish vote in the United States. And later when Richard Nixon left office, they asked him, a reporter heard the White House tapes, he made some anti-Semitic remarks, they asked Richard Nixon, are you an anti-Semite? And he said, don't ask me, ask Gold in my ear. So in the same sense, right now you've got a situation where you have Nadler, Schiff, Schumer, the rest of these leftist Jews. I'm a Jew myself. I'm a conservative Jew, much like you. My background is very much like you. But I was in law enforcement for 30 years. So my perspective mm-hmm. is I see the guys like Nadler, Schiff, they are turning the people from KUFI, the uh, John Hagee's, uh organization with millions of evangelical Christians, they're sitting in their homes and they're looking at Nadler and Schiff. And what are they saying? These Jews are crazy. They're saying these Jews are working against themselves.
1: It undermines. I understand. Why do you think I'm doing this show? This has been eating at my guts for, for several months now. But I felt today is the right day for it. Do you think it's the right day for it? It's absolutely the right day. Because along comes the most distasteful-looking character in the history of American politics. Jerry Nadler now is going to do the new crucifixion. He's going to bring out the next spike and try to put it in Trump's hand: Carry this even Howie: Howie, these are very bad times. And when has Nadler or Schiff last spoken out against radical Islam, Howie? They, they have like, not, but if you... When has Nadler Schiff said one word about the rise of Islamic terror or the slaughter the other uh, day Linda. in London? Did they speak out? Not one word out of their mouths. No, my friends, it's so apparent to people like me who study this and live with it. I.e., drink and sleep what's going on in the world. And I'm telling you that this question is so important. Will impeachment cause a rise of anti-Semitism in the nation. Howie, thank you for listening out of Los Angeles. I'll be back in a minute.
0: Home of Borders.
1: Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. So my friends, here's something that Nadler probably learned in Hebrew school and forgot. But one of the Ten Commandments Nadler probably learns a little yeshiva boy was this. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. I would think that even the atheist shift, the smart little boy Ach, that he is, went to law school, a real good memorizer, but apparently didn't memorize this commandment, Chef. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. When I come back, I will continue with my discussion of, well, you know the topic, don't you?
0: The Westwood One Podcast Network. and now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Thou shalt not bear false witness against
1: thy neighbor, Adam Schiff. Hey Nadler, you putz, you. Nadler, you schmuck. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Welcome to the Savage Nation, will impeachment cause a rise of anti-Semitism in the nation is today's question. If you missed the first hour, I suggest you try to catch it on the uh, podcast at the end of the show, an hour later it is posted, and I know this uh, will uh, provoke a lot of thought in America, and I know it's under the surface in America, I know it for a fact, and most people are afraid to talk about it because of obvious reasons, I don't have to spell it out why. Now, I myself feel that the truth is the greatest protector of a person in the media. The truth shall set us free. Not all the time. Sometimes it will crucify you, as we have seen over and over again. But very often the truth shall set us free. And I believe that my question is truthful. Certainly it's a good question. Now, we've heard this crucifixion of Trump which I was the first to call it a crucifixion of Trump, by the way, and compare it to the crucifixion of Jesus a while ago, Been compared to the Salem Witch Trials, McCarthyism, but it bears more of a resemblance to the crucifixion of Jesus. Again, I'm not comparing Trump to Jesus. They're not the same kind of man. But both were falsely accused by people in power and then turned over to a deep state to do their will. The Rome of yesterday is today's new world order. Rome was the ultimate authority. That was the ultimate authority. Rome ruled the world. Certainly ruled the Western world, if you want to call it the Western world. And the region of the planet called Palestine was permitted to exist so long as they bent their knee to Rome. And within that area of the world called Palestine, the rabbis ruled the Jewish people at that point they were called the sanhedrin the supreme court then there were smaller groups of sanhedrin made up of 23 judges who reached decisions in outlying areas such as the area where jesus was tried in the case of jesus the jewish leaders were told to come up and accuse him and crucify him in essence of anything they could find very much the way pelosi has set in motion from her rome the crucifixion of Trump. So they said, well, he violated the Sabbath law by healing on the Sabbath. That was a lie because according to the Torah, which I know a little bit about, you're allowed to um, use medical reasons. um, You're allowed to violate the the Sabbath for medical reasons. I'm putting it that way. So that was a lie. Uh, They said that Jesus engaged in sorcery, a lie. They said he claimed to be both the Messiah and the Son of God, which he did. But Rome... Did not want anyone to say they were a king, as Jesus was said to have claimed to being the king of the Jews, because this would have challenged the ruling class. So, in essence, to carry the analogy a step further, Trump is the king of the conservative voter, if you want to put it that way. Trump is the king of half of America, you want to put it another way. But if you think it's limited only to America, you're mistaken. He has changed the nature of the dialogue in every country in the world. Many people who have been beaten down and suppressed by those who control the media and control them through the courts have stood up and said, enough is enough. So they uh, tried Jesus, condemned him by the Sanhedrin, but two stood up and said, no, he is not guilty. Do not crucify this man. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus dissented from this decision. In that sense, I am a descendant of Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea, and I am standing up to the Sanhedrin of Adam Schiff, and now today Nadler, the Star Chambers. The Star Chambers. And the one who set this in motion, the head of the new Rome, Nancy Pelosi, where is she? She's in Paris, making believe she cares about climate change. Meanwhile, here in America, her lawyers are doing her dirty work. So Jesus has turned over to the Romans for crucifixion, Romans with a deep state of the time, Pontius, Pilate said, no, 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 no basis for this crucifixion. Same way let Bob Mueller found no collusion. Notice what they did to Mueller right here. Remember how much they loved Mueller before it? The deep state, the press, they loved Mueller. He was a god to them. The minute Mueller said, no, there's no collusion, can't crucify him. What happened to Mueller? You never heard from him again, right? See how that works? And so here we are. I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Jesus. The differences are obvious for many reasons. And while Jesus fought for the souls of man, Trump is fighting for the basic rights of man under our Constitution, as well as his right. And he's being vilified in much the same way as Jesus. And in much the same way a deep state is using Jews to do their dirty work, knowing that they will be the ones to suffer the consequences. Once again, that's what's going on. That's my opinion. Jewish players in impeachment are many. Where did this list come from? Not from a Nazi publication. See, the first thing it says, where did he get that Nazi publication saying Jews in impeachment? Where would that come from? came from uh, the Jewish News of Northern California written by Ron Campias. And he wrote a bunch of Jewish actors who are at play in this drama. Ukrainian President Zelensky, Jewish. Adam Schiff, Jewish. Lev Parnas, Igor Furman, Furman, Jewish. First lawyer that the Schiff pulled out, Daniel Goldman, Jewish. Nadler, Jewish. six House Committee Chairman assigned to a role in impeachment hearings, three are Jewish. Schiff, Nadler. Angle, down the list, down the list, down the list that we go. So good Christians who are not anti-Semitic at all, I've never met a good Christian who's anti-Semitic in my whole life. The finest people on earth that I ever met are the evangelicals. And although I myself am not a religious man, I love the religious people on this planet, with the exception of the radical Islamists who are a curse upon the planet. But I love the religious Jews, I love religious Christians. I, I admire them enormously and I wish that I had their faith. To be frank with you, when I see a woman or a man go into church on a Sunday, I admire them. I, I feel I only wish I had their faith. I wish I could find it. I don't. I wish I could be that woman kneeling down in the pew, praying to God through Jesus, but I'm not. I wish that I could dance and sing with the Hasidim in Hebrew, but I can't. I've tried. Can't do it. I've lived in villages in Fiji. I've heard the Fijian chants, but I'm not Fijian. I've been in churches on Christmas Eve, but I'm not part of the congregation. I've been in temples, but I'm not part of the congregation. You might say, well, who are you? I don't know. Let God figure it out. I can't. It's not my job to figure it out. It's too much of a problem. How much of your life can you spend trying to figure out who you really are? And does it really matter at the end of the day? What you are is what you do. That's who you are. The mark you leave on the earth when you die, that is who you are. I've known that since I'm six years old, which is why I've written so many books. I told you that yesterday. I'm obsessed with leaving a mark, a a mark on the planet, just as I look at ancient art. From the first cave paintings, whether they be in Africa or Spain, whatever you choose to believe, Ancient cave paintings in the, in the caves of Africa where an ancient African man or woman took his or her palm and either with chalk or something put the palm upon the wall to leave a mark of his or her existence for eternity. In the, Spain, in the caves of Spain, you've seen all the drawings of the, of the bull, the ancient t- sketch of the bull in the cave. The first sign of art was that bull. The first beginning of civilization. You know, it's been said that many of us can't decide what is civilization, what is the culture of a nation, until it's destroyed. Then we know what it is. And the greatest example is what the ISIS people, the scourge on the planet, worse than Hitler. They're worse than Hitler because they targeted the religious symbols of other people. What did ISIS do, those Muslims? What did they do? What did they do when they went to Palmyra in Iraq? Do you know anything about Palmyra and what those vermin throwbacks did? They destroyed temples that had been preserved for a thousand years. They destroyed all all references to Christians, to Jews, to to Romans. That's what ISIS did. And what did they do to the poor Iraqi archaeologist whose entire life was devoted to preserving the great art and artifacts of Palmyra? They beheaded him. And what did they do after they beheaded him, these wonderful practitioners of Mohammedism? They said, we didn't kill a man, we killed an idolater. If it was up to them, they would destroy every museum on the planet. And never forget, you brainwashed masses, you, that it was the Islamists in the beginning who burned the Alexandria Library to the ground in Egypt, when they invaded Egypt. Egypt was not originally a Muslim nation. But Mohammed's armies invaded Egypt... And one of the first things they did was burn the Alexandria Library to the ground. Man last week in London, he's a descendant of those people. They would burn the museums in this country to the ground. They'd burn the libraries to the ground. They'd cut the throats of your daughter for wearing a skirt they don't approve of. And which side are you on? Most likely, if you're a good liberal, you detest Donald Trump and his voters more than you do them. You know I'm right. And this shows me how sick you really are. Yeah, really ill, mentally ill to an extent I could never believe it would reach this point in America. I mean, I knew that there was a division between the parties and they did whatever they could to undermine the other party. I've lived with it all my life. But when I saw an article the other day, two days ago in the Washington Post, this is a new low. How does Bezos let this happen? He let a girl writer, one of the girl writers, write an article about Melania Trump's White House decorations and how sterile they were. And then they had, she had the nerve to attack the first lady for wearing a white coat, saying that how dare she wear a white coat while showing us the White House decorations. It shows how cold and sterile she is. I said, this is a new low of, of dementia, of a kind that I have never seen in my life. Now, if you think this passes for journalism or passes for anything other than hatred, I, I pity you. But if you're in the camp that hates Donald Trump, and you don't even know why, and you've fallen for the big lie, you are seriously in trouble. For example, take another big lie. Donald Trump is an anti-Semite. Now, I always said, how could he be an anti-Semite? How could he be an anti-Semite? His son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is an Orthodox Jew whose grandfather and grandmother lived in the woods of Poland fighting the Nazis to escape being killed. Do you know anything about that? From the vermin in the media and do you know that his daughter the president's daughter Ivanka converted to Judaism and that the president's grandchildren on that side are Jewish and yet you have the nerve to cast a blood libel on him and say he's an anti-Semite I was in the White House a year ago for the Hanukkah party Donald Trump is the greatest friend the Jews have ever had in the history of the United States of America and I have to live through this big lie and who's involved with it Jews liberal Jews atheist Jews I've never seen anything like it. And it gets me sick! And if God gave me any strength, the strength is to stand up to this juggernaut of hatred in any way that I can, which is what I am doing today. The Savage Nation. It's Savage on Demand. We are living through a time of mass hysteria. It's reached such a frenzy that they would call Donald Trump an anti-Semite when the exact opposite is true. They would attack the most the classiest first lady in history for wearing a white coat. They're sick. This is a mental illness. What do you think about all of this, Leland, in Stockton, California? Thank you for calling, Leland. What's on your mind, Michael? Yes,
2: I agree with you completely. I'm a liberal, not leftist, conservative Jew who is uh, who has a website, a domain name called Jews for Jihad. Kind of tongue-in-cheek, but that's what I think about all my relatives.
1: You know I don't understand what you're What are you actually saying? You agree with what part of what it is that I said?
2: Everything.
1: All right, that's good enough. Why argue with that? <laughs> Why argue with a man who says I agree with everything you say? I don't have to argue with people over this. What I just said today will set off shockwaves as sure as I'm sitting here. And as Abby Hoffman said, steal this monologue. And uh, that refers, of course, specifically to my student on Fox News, the former liberal with a bow tie from NPR, the deep state plant, Tucker Carlson. Steal it, Tucker. Go for it. Make believe it's yours. I don't really care. Everyone knows it's mine. It wouldn't be the first time. You're a good student. You do a very good job. The president likes you. That's all that matters. You're on the right side now. Tomorrow you could be on the other side. If the winds blow that way, that's all. Whichever way the winds blow, that's where you go. What do you want to talk about here? San Francisco, Elijah the prophet is on the phone. Go ahead, Elijah. What's on your mind?
3: Uh, Michael, yes, I'm Elijah. I'm from Israel. I'm visiting in Silicon Valley, and I'm uh, very lucky to speak with you uh, live here. So I really commend you for bringing up this uh, cause-and-effect connection between the vile actions of those Jews by name only. Uh, they're really uh, a, a mob. Um, the Bible refers to them as the mixed uh, multitude. These are the people who joined the Israelites during the exodus from
1: Egypt. Anyway, um, you know, not anyway. I love what you just said. I love it. I'm making a note. Jews by name only. Good. And they're part of the mob that joined the Jews in the Exodus, but they're not really Jewish? Uh, that's correct. That's, how, that's, how, how are they referred to in Hebrew? Say it in Hebrew.
3: Erev, rav. Two words. Erev,
1: rav. Meaning?
3: Meaning mixed multitude. And okay. it's a
1: very negative connotation. Hmm. But well, how could the greatest friend of Israel be called an anti-Semite unless you're insane? You, would, you wouldn't believe that. How is it even possible?
3: He's, he's absolutely not. And I can tell you that uh, most sane uh, Israelis uh, love Donald Trump. Uh, we wish we had somebody like him right now and would
1: love to, uh, um, you know, have him as our uh, prime minister after he finishes here in the U.S. Do you have talk radio in Israel? Do you have talk radio like this in Israel?
3: Um, there are some right-wing, uh, and centrist, um, channels, but, uh, they're not the mainstream. They're not allowed to be mainstream.
1: Um, so if I got it, deported from a, if the liberals win after Trump wins a second term, and although I'd be an old man by then, I'm deported. I may go to Israel and start a talk show.
3: That'll be fantastic.
1: You'll <laughs> leaders, uh, people I'll run a part-time health food store and a talk show out of the same building. Hey, God bless you for listening. Stay on the line if you want to talk some more. i got to take a quick break. Back in a minute.
0: The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Anyway, here we are. Will impeachment cause a rise of
1: anti-Semitism in the country? It already has. Last hour, it ended with an Israeli calling, visiting Silicon Valley, who said that they're known in Israel as Jews by name only. The Nadlers, the Schiff's. But for months, I've been agonizing over this question. For months, I've tried to avoid the question. For months, I tried not to even talk about it because I said it's the third rail of radio. There's certain things you cannot do. Until eventually, enough was enough. I had enough of Schiff. He reminded me of the worst people I've met in my life. Now this week, it's going to be worse yet with this ticket fixer from Brooklyn. I see what's going on. I live in the here, but I see tomorrow. I see the yesterday. Not the Salem witch trials, not McCarthyism, but the crucifixion of Jesus comes to mind. A man falsely accused by people in power. The old Rome is today's new world order. The Rome of yesterday is the new world order. Jesus stood up to the Rome of his time, and they said, no, you can't defy us. So they went to the rabbis, and they said, nail him to a cross. That's where the phrase comes from, nail him to a cross. Gin up charges. Pelosi said, "Make up charges, whatever you have to do." So now they go and they get the same all over again. Here we go: Schiff, Nadler, Angle. There they are, all over again. And I am proud to tell you that of the twenty-three in the Sanhedrin of that time, there were two who said, "No, Jesus did not commit any crimes worthy of crucifixion." Only two: Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. Now, why is the Bible important? Why do we study these things? Why is civilization important? Why do we stand up against the occasional cortexes and the other know-nothings? Why? Because they would tear down our civilization if we didn't stand up to these idiots. That's why I will not refer to her by her two Spanish names, Ocasio Cortex. To me, she will always be occasional cortex because she's only functioning on half of a wit. But because the media is enraptured with such lowlifes, She's given a high position out of the starting gate. What other nation on earth would take a waste of human DNA like Kim Kardashian and turn her into a movie star? A grotesque example of womanhood. A plastic dementia. And there she's marched around. What other nation would worship a movie about gangsters that's been done 30 times before, 50 times before, and call it the greatest piece of cinema ever? A nation. Of easily manipulated people. What nation would believe that a president who has an Orthodox Jewish son in law and a daughter who converted to Judaism and grandchildren on that side who are Jewish is an anti Semite, other than people who are brainwashed, who can't see reality? They remind me of the Germans in the propaganda photos that I see of when Hitler walked out, the women swooned and fainted. That's the liberal of today they fall they faint and they swoon in their hatred and they, see it's a reverse it's an optic chiasmic reversal it's an optic chiasmic reversal or as the poet blake said in the 19th century the eye that alters alters all think about that one the eye that alters alters all i learned that when i was 18 i never forgot it i try to make sure my eye never altered because once you alter one thing you alter everything and the the the, the liberals have altered everything they have distorted the entire world they live in, putting us all in danger. The other day, a Muslim goes on a rampage in London, a man who f- f- fooled the British liberals into thinking he had been uh, sedated into being a good Britisher. You know, is going to drink his tea and sit around? He jumps up in the middle of a, a seminar on, 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 on healed terrorists. And he, who does he stab first? The young man who ran the seminar. Who does he stand next? A young woman, another good woman. Ten people are stabbed. It took a Polish immigrant to subdue him and a criminal who just got out of jail for murder. That's who subdued the Muslim. They couldn't control him. He was so in- invigorated with his hatred for civilization, his hatred for Christians, his hatred for Jews, his hatred for the queen, that this madman had to be wrestled to the ground by five people. Finally, the police threw the people off him and blasted him with a high caliber weapon. It was a pleasure to hear that, the, the report of that rifle. That was not a small caliber gun. They put holes in him big enough to drive a pig through. Finally put him to, to, you know, and the beauty is we don't have to put up with a trial now of another liberal judge in England saying, he, poor misunderstood man, he was offended by the, this, he was offended by that, he's really rehabilitated. We don't have to listen to that, he's dead. That's the only thing they understand when they go that way. But what does it have to do with this? There are still idiots in England who are blaming themselves for what the Muslim did. They are not suffering from the Stockholm Syndrome, far worse than that. And here in America, we have people whose optic chiasmas are so distorted that they twist everything. When you say Trump, they go ballistic, they go insane. So much so that they will call this man anti-Semitic. As I said, I was at the Hanukkah party last uh, December. It was the, the greatest day of my life in many ways, one of the great days of my life. I would have to say that was topped by being on Air Force One with the president a month or so ago, and having a hot dog with him, I don't want to boast about it, but I got to tell you, I, I I observed something in that in that sitting down with him on that plane, his plane, the number one plane in the world, with the most powerful man on earth. And when the hot dogs came out for him after this tremendous speeches he was giving, given, and he, I told you, he saw my eyes dart to the hot dogs. I was starving myself. He must have been... He's a very very sensitive compassionate guy so he looks at me and he says do you want one this is in the middle of talking about he must have seen I was hungry the kid of me still wanted that hot dog I said sure all right so he personally serves me the hot dog why am I telling you the story again because the other day I saw he was at Bagram Air Force Base in Afghanistan and what was he doing he was standing on the food line serving our troops now you say big deal they all do it Uh uh-uh not if you know Donald Trump He actually enjoys serving people. You may not know that. He likes to make people happy. This is very different than the fake ones like uh, Pelosi who goes to the the food pantry with the bums. The bums. By the way, here in San Francisco today, uh, you'll not believe this trial today. You know the guy, the illegal alien who shot Kate Steinle and they got him off? They got the liberal judge and the liberal lawyers. They freed him. That illegal alien bum criminal murderer. Well, today is a hearing. He says he found the gun under a bench. You hear this? And he was shooting the gun at seals in the harbor, which, by the way, is punishable by a very large punishment, but not in San Francisco. If, you're kill, if you kill a girl, uh, it's not, not as bad as killing a seal. They're trying him again today, maybe. They may not. He could walk free before the show is over in this psychotic city of ours. Look it up. We'll cover it tomorrow, Jim. The Kate Steinle murder. He's up for hearing today you should see the the rat ju- the rat lawyers who represent him if you only knew what I know about these people if you only knew so we live in a sick time crazy times insane people worshiping maimon wa- worshiping the devil calling themselves good so will impeachment cause a rise of anti-Semitism in the country you betcha it already has it already has I told you how this started it started. Inside my heart because I saw with my own eyes what was going on Now I've been an enemy of the Renegade liberal Jew my whole life. I ran from them to be very frank with you. It's one of the reasons I fled New York They disgusted me They made me sick. I never wanted to be around them Who am I talking about the low-life night-school vermin lawyer the ambulance chaser the class-action lawyer? Who destroys things like a cancer? The class-action lawyer, they should all be arrested and their assets seized onto the third generation, what they've done to this nation, destroying businesses. And, uh, of course, they're not all of the one one uh, extraction, don't get me wrong, but, uh, you know, that type. I knew them. I knew the type who went to law school. The doctor, if they were the doctor, they weren't the good doctor, best type, the Nadler and the Schiff type. They were the type who became plastic surgeons in Boca Raton they were the type that if they removed the kidney for an operation, they would sell it if it was still good. They were, My father warned me about them in his lower in market in the Lower East Side, he used to laugh and point to a guy who came in. I learned a lot in my father's little store. The guy would come in, we'll call him Dr. Uh, Doctor V for the sake of Dostoevsky and reasons. Dr. V would come in and he would say, he'd whisper to me behind his little store and stand there and he'd say, I'd say, (laughs) what kind of doctor is he? He'd say, the kind of doctor you don't want to go to. I said, why? He says, because if he was performing surgery on you and you're under anesthesia for a tooth, he would remove your kidney and sell it. My father was a cynic through and through. I learned a lot from him. He wasn't wrong. My father taught me, don't be too nice or you'll wind up stripped naked on the third rail begging for your clothing. He wasn't wrong. I didn't like hearing it because I was kind of a nice kid. Went to Queens College, was taught by communists who had fled uh, Europe and came here and stabbed America in the back. What did I know? I was a liberal kid. I didn't know any better. But uh, through life, I learned an awful lot. I learned that they would steal your birthright from you if they could. So after I earned my Ph.D., they said, you need not apply. You're a white male and you're a Jew. You're not getting a job. We're going to give it to illegal aliens. We'll give it to women who are less qualified. We'll give it to people who couldn't shine your shoes. But they'll get the jobs and you could drop dead. And I remember arguing with, with the universities at the time, and the ACLU very smugly wrote that in order to advance certain people in society, others will have to put their lives on hold. Well, I was one of those whose lives was put on hold. It cauterized me. It cauterized me and made me what I am today. And I've never forgotten what they did to me. Luckily, I'm a strong person, and I persevere, and I never stopped. But there are a lot of people who are good people who are not as strong as I am, and they gave up. They were broken by this liberal juggernaut of hatred against the white male and now it's all coming up to surface again all over again donald trump is now the epitome of what is going on in this country for the last 40 years he is white he is heterosexual he is christian he is handsome and he is a man trying to save america those are enough crimes for schiff and nadler to work for the new rome to crucify him, and we have to be like those who say no. When good people do nothing, evil shall prevail. Remember that one? That means you listening to this show. You have a role to play. I mean, it doesn 't mean scream or yell or beat people up. It means to speak out. You can do it quietly. You can say no. You can say no, he 's not an. start with Trump is not an anti-Semite. best friend Israel ever had. How can they call him that? they 're crazy. they 're insane. I just want to finish up this little piece for a minute a year ago almost to the week i went to washington to the hanukkah party that day i went to the holocaust museum i'm not one of these jewish people who harbor that i don't i don't make the holocaust an issue in my life i don't do it a number of reasons because it drives me crazy it almost makes me insane to believe anyone could do that to, to so many people i can't fathom doing that to human beings i can't so if you harbor on it you can go out of your mind to think somebody did that to other human beings on an industrial level it can make you crazy or it can make you really tough and want to kill okay which is what the israelis learned the israelis learned never again why did they learn it they learned to have a torah in one hand and an uzi in the other that's what they learned that if you only had the torah in both hands you wound up in an oven that's what they learned never forget that You have a Torah holding it with two hands. You wind up in an oven with you and the Torah on fire. So you better hold the Torah with one hand and an Uzi with the other. So that day that I went to the Hanukkah party, was at seven o'clock that night. First, I went to the Holocaust Museum, which I'd never gone to. I was so overwhelmed by the faces of those who had been gassed and killed by the Nazis the pictures, the hundreds and thousands of them. They're ordinary looking people, not religious. Ordinary women and men, kids by a a, a creek, 18-year-old kids enjoying a day in Germany or Poland. I said, how did this happen? How did it go from a secular society to become a nightmare like that? It overwhelmed me. I had to go back to my hotel room. I had to shut the curtains. I had to stay in a dark room for two hours in order to get my head together to go to that party. And that night, I went and I saw lights and the beautiful decorations that the First Lady had made. It was the most beautiful night of my life. And I said, here is the the opposite of the Holocaust. Here is the most Jewish, Israel-friendly administration in American history. And who is crucifying him? I'll let you fill in the blank. Back in a minute. Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. Well, we come into the last couple of minutes of the Savage Nation today. It's a memorable program for me, the 3rd of December 2019, for uh, reasons I don't have to describe again. The time flew for obvious reasons, and um, I will say that uh, now I'm going to save it for next week. I don't want to say it right now. Well, a lot of things are going to change on Friday and then into next week, and I can't talk about them. Just remember this, Michael Savage is the only member of the American media banned from entering Britain for speech, yet the Muslim killer who went on a rampage was released on the streets of London and killed two and wounded ten. Liberalism is a suicidal mental disorder, Do do not let them panic you over the cliff. Stand up to them. God forgive them for they know not what they do. You almost have to be very Christian to forgive the liberals. You almost have to take a Christian attitude towards them. If they become militant and they want to hurt you, don't let them. But if they try to tell you that Donald Trump is an anti-Semite, to me that is the utter example, the ultimate example of their insanity. This is the one thing that to me says more about them than it does about anything uh, else about their politics. And Trump himself, again, a man easy to despise if you don't know where he's coming from. But easy to love if you do. And that's all I have to say today on The Savage Nation. Remember, I'm the only member of the American media banned from entering Britain for speech that I didn't even say. Yet the Muslim killer was released on the streets of London. Has Nadler or Schiff said one word about the Muslim who killed two and slashed ten? Not one word from anyone on the liberal side. Have a good evening.
0: The Westwood One Podcast Network.